Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, this is Josh and the homebrew hombres, Liam Malone, Max Wessel, and Doug Banks. Hey! We make RPG from scratch. It's a podcast about making and playing your own tabletop role-playing games. So come listen to us work on the Scratch Dice system, an alternative to D&D and Pathfinder, and listen to our first campaign, Echoes of the Star Crypt at nerdyshow.com and on your favorite podcast app. The following episode of Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop. Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Drag is the new spandex. What's going on, everybody? Pat Bear here, and we are back, 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 back again with another microsode for your enjoyment. I'm joined on the East Coast by Eric. Hello. And on the West Coast by Brian. Hello, hello. I'm reporting to you live from the Central Time Zone, and happy to be in the Midwest. Uh, if my intro did not give it away, we are going to talk about Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race, start your engines. Mother Best Drag Queen, Best Drag Queen win. Remix uh, available now on iTunes. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it feels like forever since we've talked Drag Race. Uh, apparently, it's only been like four months. <laughs> but there have been 47 seasons that have come out since then. Uh, and we're only going to be talking about one right now. But this was a topic from our Microsoft poll for our Patreon listeners. If you uh, would like to help decide what our next Microsoft's are going to be, then head over to patreon.com forward slash flame on show and you can help pick the next uh, podcast topic right there. As long as you're uh, at the, I believe, Sissy Star 6 level and higher, then you can cast your vote and let us know what you want to hear us talk about. There was a bit of a tie going on and since we had an extra episode that needed to be done, I figured we'd just pull that one and we would do this here. We'll be talking a little bit about some of the uh, international variants as uh, Patreon exclusive episodes. So go check that out if you are a Patreon subscriber. Those will be coming out shortly as well. So let's dive right on into All Star 6. Um, 
first impressions. Eric, what did you think of the cast when you saw the announcement? Um, there were some people that I was happy to have back on my screen. And there were some people based on how I felt about them on their original season that I did not need to see them on my screen anymore. Um, Why are you and... coming for a soft sculpture like that? <laughs> Too vague. <laughs> Say their name. Um, <laughs> I I am not someone who enjoys Silky's personality, at least the way she came across on her season. Um, or her going to Puerto Vallarta for New Year's Eve. Um, obviously violating uh travel mandates during a global health crisis oh wait did i say that out loud <laughs> i meant to <laughs> silky vanji shangela i mean come on i don't pepperidge farm remembers and so do i member berries um <laughs> eureka grates on me a little bit too um honestly i haven't watched we're here so if she's a little more mellow on that show uh, nope. But on her, but on her two seasons of Drag Race, I did not really care for her personality much. L- let me just step in and be the Eureka defender <laughs> here, because let me tell you, I also did not enjoy her in her own season. How Earp seasons? However, I did watch We Are Here. I did really enjoy her there, and I think that even if she's still really loud and crazy and whatever, which we met her and yes. Uh, I enjoy her much more now and her interactions with Ginger and others are it. it I'm enjoying that a lot. So, but I don't know. That's me. Uh, but she's still the same while we're here. <laughs> it's just in a different format. It's more positive. It's more it uplifting. It's, it's really, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's the same. <laughs> uh, but there were people that I was happy to see more of. Certainly. Like I wanted to see the uh, whole evolution of Kylie Sonique. Um, uh, put her last name on it. You're gonna say two love. two thirds of her name. Kylie Sonique Love, um, the only queen of... to add more names on when she went back for Drag Race. <laughs> Eureka has slowly pulled away names. <laughs> Other people are like I'm gonna just go by this now. And Kylie's like uh, I'm gonna give you my entire legal name. <laughs> my ID matches what you were seeing on the screen right now because <laughs> uh, it is actually her name. Just odd fact. I'm happy to see um, more Jiggly now that she's transitioned and seems more confident in who she is. And um, and then uh, Akira, I really liked her on her season. I wanted to see more of her. Yes, Miss Ass Almighty. Brian, what were your thoughts uh, on the cast reveal? I was not overly like, oh my God, that's amazing at first. Although obviously I was thrilled to see Ginger and Sonique, uh, Kylie, Sonique Love. God, too many names. Uh, <laughs> but I but I love her and I'm so proud and so happy to see her journey and her where she's at now. And having seen some small part of the interim when, when she was in Orlando um, at that parliament. So like I love, love seeing her there. But uh, yeah, seeing Ginger play off Eureka, I was kind of fascinated by that having all the bigger queens or a lot of bigger queens including you know uh i don't know do we count jiggly in the bigger queens i mean she would qualify for a plus pageant thick in a good way uh which i haven't watched her new cooking show with ginger i heard that that uh, that's out and i need to check that out too uh i have no idea where to find it i'm sure it's googleable but you know um probably youtube yeah 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 it's probably youtube um 
but no, I, I really did enjoy seeing Akira. I really like Akira's look out of drag. I'm not her look in drag is fine, but I just, she looks so attractive and like, I love the facial hair and the glasses. Like I really like her boy look a lot. I also had no idea that she at one point was trans or, or was, you know, trying to figure her non-binary identity out or what, you know? So I, I was like, that's really cool. I'm really glad that she shared that. Um, and then of course, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, oh my gosh. I can't think of it. Trinity K. Bonet, who I also very vaguely remembered. And I just have a horrible memory. This is, this is mostly why, but I am so thrilled to see, uh, see them kind of grow in and do all these cool things. Admittedly, not perfect. There's still some, some problems, right? But uh, overall, like just killing it in a lot of ways. And I will say last but not least, Pandora. We love Pandora box. I'm so thrilled she's back uh, on, on All-Star 6. I, I'm glad to see that she has gained confidence and throughout the season was kind of incrementally gaining some confidence uh, and just being well-received, you know, because you just don't know. Uh, I also freak out every time I see her boy look and I go, oh my God, you're Danny Elfman. Why aren't you off composing some new Tim Burton film or something? But uh, yeah, I overall, it's been fun. I really think the mix is good and it's positive there hasn't been a lot of infighting and nastiness which honestly i'm sure doesn't help for ratings but i love it and ratings don't seem to be hurting anyway so that's fine uh yeah that's my thoughts well let me move into a platform that's less uh ratings uh supported is also different although the show is still produced the exact same way i guess in case they would like to show it on logo or something like that because i know a, a lot of times the international seasons will air on whatever respective player in their country and then on WoW Presents Plus. And then like a month into it, they'll start airing it on Logo. So that way they can still try to get some sort of ratings and Mm -hmm. advertising money there. Um, But no, I'm absolutely with both of you. I, on paper, did not think the season was going to be good (laughs) at all. Um, Not that I didn't like the Queens. I just was not impressed with a lot of them in their seasons, even if they did go far Uh, as much as I like Akira, like she didn't, she didn't do it for me on her season until like the very end when she finally broke out of her shell and, and got to show off Miss ass almighty. And that was cool, but it wasn't something that stuck with me where I was like, okay, I need to see more Akira going back and watching season Nine, ten, nine, ten, ten, ten. Uh, seeing Asia, <laughs> it's, it's I'm bouncing back and forth in my head. Like, which season was this? Uh, like, I want to see Asia. Like, Asia to me is somebody that I want to see back on All Stars and hasn't been on yet. Um, maybe there's a butterfly. I, I don't pause. know if Pito will let her back on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those poor butterflies. We're never gonna let them rest in peace. Um, anyway. But, you know, and like, obviously, like Serena Chacha was not somebody that I expected to see on an all-star season, being the second person eliminated on her season. Like, it just, it's, it's interesting. But honestly, from the get-go, aside from the ones who I really just have moral issues about right now, Silky, um, they've all been pretty good. Like, this season has been impressive. It's kept me entertained. I've enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm liking to see it. Do I think that maybe Ginger third time around is a little excessive considering we have people like Dita Ritz 
who hasn't been invited back to All-Stars, according to her Twitter campaign. Um, somebody like Jocelyn Fox, who I don't even know if she's really doing drag right now, but I would love to see Jocelyn back on on the show. I, there are so many people that I would love to see that aren't given their due yet. Do you think that it's... Because Joc- oh, Jocelyn, by the way, is still doing drag. I saw um, she posted something recently about an event. Um, do you think it's partly because they go back to the ones that they really know will do... That that will be entertaining in certain respects? Like, Ginger is amazing. Even if, yeah, she's probably had more than her fair share of, of All-Stars or whatever. She's just a performer and, and an act like, like so easy to plug in and, and make work and they need enough of those. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the calculus is on getting uh, on getting these uh, these queens to come back. I feel like the go to is uh, double digit seasons. Uh, it's recent, like uh, people coming off of their season, although I don't know how many people came off. I don't think there's any season 12 on this one. Jan is season 12. Oh, Jan was season 12. Okay, that's right. She came right back off her season. Um, There's a lot of coming right off your season into All-Stars. And it seems like it's very picky about early season queens. It's kind of amazing that you have a season four queen in Jiggly, two season two queens in Pandora and uh, Kylie Sonique Love, and then season six with Trinity K. Bonet. It's not, it doesn't seem to be that kind of fit. This was also filmed during the height of um, waves 1A and B, because I'm not even going to say we've had, we're in a fourth wave. We're legit <laughs> just in like maybe a one and three quarters wave. But I'm sure that there were a lot of people that turned down the call. In fact, if you listen to um, the videos that are out there, there are queens that were uh, said to have absolutely turned down the call. Adora Delano was one of them. Um, and there were a couple of people that I, if I'm not mistaken, have been reported to have turned down the call for all stars, which could be why in the Bussy queen exposed contract, um, they've now started to include that. If you sign on and you sign this contract, you are basically required to come back and do an all-star season or do additional seasons. If they ask you to, uh, and it could just be a matter of some of them, the earlier queens just don't want to come back and put themselves through it. I wouldn't blame them because the show has changed a lot since seasons four, five, and six, which put the show on the map and made the show what it is. But hey, you know, I'm, I'm not the casting director. I can only sit here and wish that I can see people like Dita Ritz and Jocelyn Fox and um, Darian Lake. Now, after a tremendous weight loss journey, that bitch lost half of herself over this, you know, pandemic quarantine era and has always been had a little bit of a bad, you know, taste in some people's mouths at the end of season six, but has always one million percent been the sweetest and kindest and nicest person to me. For me, one of the most awesome queens that I see whenever I go to like Drycon or am in the vicinity of always stops and talks to me, always has a conversation doesn't have a huge line at her booth which is a shame but she stops and she makes that time and develops that friendship and that bond with people so i would love to see darian back on the show but that's for a whole different conversation with a whole bunch of different people i don't want the world of wonder pink van outside my apartment you know coming (laughs) to take me away uh so we're not going to dig deep into each episode obviously we've done that before and spent like hours talking about the show 
Uh, what I do want to kind of do is let's talk about the show and some like highlights. We're not done yet. We haven't been revealed as to what the game within a game is, which I love that they've only been there for like a week and a half at this point, two weeks. And they all sit there and they're like a game within a game when they're packing up. The bitch said it in the first day. <laughs> How have you all forgotten so quickly? I really but- am tired of the game within a game thing. Like it, and and I mean, we've talked, I think maybe on the show, off the show, I don't remember where, where, but we've talked about what this might be. And uh, I heard some recent rumor that sort of kind of confirmed it a little bit, but um, it's just stop it. Stop this game within a game. Like just change it up. Burroughs furniture is built for the way you live from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award winning seating. They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like, I at least liked when it was stupid uh, Alaska and who else uh, that walked out and did the whole... Uh, uh, oh, Alaska and Chad, they did the whole Hands Made Tale thing? Yeah, like, just be weird change it up, do something different. But, oh my God, if I hear, I want a super cut of game within a game, uh, you know, back to back or, or some nonsense made out of that. But I just, I can't even at this point, just, just get on with it. So what I'm hearing is Brian saying to RuPaul, change your outfit, change it around. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. And I, I approve this message. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of weird because I really thought it would have happened already. Um, a lot of the last all-star seasons when they've done this bring a queen back, it's been earlier in the season. I think the only other, t- the only time in recent all-stars memory that it was this late in the game was probably all-stars three. Cause I believe that Morgan came back and there were like five of them or six of them. Yeah. Because then she went home and then like there was one more elimination before the top four. And we're at that point. Like we're at what, five? Because the Snatch Game of yeah, Love was six. There's five so left now. Question mark. <laughs> five queens remain. Question mark. <laughs> if you watch Untalked, that's the, uh, the the last frame of the shot is is them driving away. And then it's like five queens remain, period. That turns into a question mark. I also don't understand why we have all uh, all stars untucked. I've realized in the last like two or three episodes, it is just the most filler of filler episodes ever, <laughs> because we see most of the good stuff in the actual episode when they're deliberating. Untucked is really just like the BS conversations between the, the queens, like when they're changing shots. <laughs> like it's so weird. <laughs> But I haven't watched any of Untucked this season, and I don't feel like I've missed anything. 
No. You you have not. RuPaul's, <laughs> if you're not watching Untucked, you're only getting half the story, is a bold-faced lie <laughs> in this case. <laughs> if you're not watching Untucked, you're getting 97% of the story already. <laughs> so you're good. You're okay. I think the most that it shows you is it shows you who the queens voted for. Yeah. Because they do a, yeah. a cut of all of the queens holding up their lipstick in the fake mirror uh, at the fake bathroom. <laughs> yeah. The fake <laughs> ladies like room. Which, by <laughs> the way, this is fun. When you're watching that montage, pay attention to what is behind the queen putting of the lipstick. You will be surprised and you will occasionally see crew. And you will see queens. And what's funny is they don't blur the queens, but they blur the crew, which is a kind of a interesting little uh, Easter egg. So yeah, it's, it's a, uh, that, that shot is uh, amazing, but I do give the, the queen going home a little bit of that kind of whatever that is called the sad montage, the sad coda to their story. Not really. Uh, and, but then oh they do the, 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 thankfully, actually, I, I'm not, I'm not complaining. They do the game within a game, like, off camera. <laughs> it's like so, we can't reuse this footage again. It's so weird. Like it, I, I, I always, I always would defer on the side of make like a documentary style thing. I don't want the tarted up, like inst- instigated bullshit that we used to get that everyone like lost their mind about, but, and we're talking about, which I get, but like, I don't want that. So I'm okay with this very, just whatever it is. They need more. I'm surprised they don't have more little, Oh, you have a special call from so and so, or you know, whatever. Like I, I, I would figure that oh, would these, be. These girls don't. Eat, they don't do that during All Stars. That's oh. only for the girls going through this the first time when they really homesick. Once you've been through this shit, you know what's coming. You know how this is going to be. Um, you said sad montage, and all I thought was Garfunkel and Oates. Sad montage. <laughs> sad montage. <laughs> But yes, I uh, and if you watch closely in Untucked, you might even see RuPaul's sweatpants, infamous sweatpants. <laughs> Supposedly, I if you go to uh, if you really want to see it, go to the Race Chaser Pod Instagram at Race Chaser Pod and scroll back. I believe they posted the uh, the screen grab where they show like. Because there's a, a point where they show the queens go off stage, and then there's like a four or five panel like changing thing where it goes into black and white and it's like all the different like crew members changing out sets and apparently there's a point where you see rupaul from the side and you see the like the the adidas stripe of the sweatpants uh as she's sitting behind the dios and uh passing judgment on the queens or scrapbooking i'm sorry because they don't deliberate they just sit there and uh don't do anything anyway (laughs) So uh, what are some of the highlights of the challenges that y'all have seen so far in uh, this season of All-Stars? Um, I was pleasantly surprised by the pink table talk. I thought I really wasn't going to be interested in that, or I thought it was going to come off as way too goofy. But I feel like there was some uh, genuine discussions there which that's uh, when Akiria went into her whole um, transitioning and finding herself, um, which was really a good conversation. Um, I thought uh, Raja's discussion about her relationship with her mom uh, was really touching. Um, 
and and of course uh ginger's bowel obstructions (laughs) (laughs) um i also liked the the halftime show i thought that was a fun way to do the celebrity impressions um yeah um, those are kind of my two good standouts so far. I really like Snatch Game of Love. Uh, go figure. Uh, that one was so epic. And I'm so thrilled. So thrilled that Sonique did, uh, or Kylie did uh, uh, Dolly Parton. And because I didn't think that was going to work at all. I was like, ooh. And then, and even Ginger's Phyllis uh, Diller. I was like, ooh, these are these are tough choices, guys. I don't know if this is going to work. And oh my God, I was so wrong. And I was so pleased that I was wrong. Um, of course, you know, others like, uh, I'm going to be Whitney. Oh no, no, don't do that. Uh, I mean, she looked amazing. She did. She looked looked incredible. But, and she said, I mean, they set her up. Like she knew she's like, no, this isn't going to be good. Uh, Pandora was disappointing. And, um, you know, uh, after such an amazing snatch game uh, and her, on her season, you know, doing this uh, this time, uh, I you know I can't remember who she did. <laughs> it's so bad. The, the first time she did Carol no, Channing. No, no. Carol Channing first time. Uh, who was the one this right. time? Uh, Kim Cattrall. Kim. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which, come on. Which you ha- you have to pick like why why she didn't do at any point a little detox and just go full mannequin and just sit there completely still. That would have been amazing. Um, I mean, practically that's what she did. No, no, that was Trinity. Trinity. That was more like Trinity. No, no. I, oh, oh, and I, and I cannot, uh, Eureka's divine looked amazing and she was in for it. I do not really like the divine, like the, the character. So, you know, it was, weird but it worked and you know i mean she's sort of dressed like that before she's she's kind of gone with that look before i think too so uh yeah i don't know know. snatch game was great i was not disappointed overall with that plus i like this snatch game of love because it gives those characters more time to just do their thing focus you know focus on them and then you switch over um but yeah the rest of the challenges have been okay i think i did like the pink table talk the most otherwise I anytime that Cheyenne Jackson is involved, um, I am a hundred percent in. I liked the Snatch Game of Love. Maybe I, I mean, I would say maybe I don't know Phyllis Diller that well. I don't know Phyllis Diller that well, but it just felt like Ginger Minge being Ginger Minge, and it was funny. <laughs> but there was a little part of me that actually appreciated Kylie's portrayal of Dolly more than Ginger's portrayal of Phyllis Diller. But, I mean, who am I to be the judge? That's RuPaul is apparently uh, cackling uh, to the high heavens during all of that. So, Well, you got to understand, like, I'm old and Ru's old and us. And, you know, she's older than me, obviously. But, like, Phyllis Diller was huge for us growing up. And uh, and I caught, like, the tail end of her career, you know, a lot. But she's basically like Bianca. Or, uh, you know, a, a Don Rickles, just insult comic, but really funny. Like, I, not that Bianca's not funny and Don Rickles is funny, but like less mean spirited, a little more self effacing, but just 
wit like so sharp so i i i don't know that the look was successful i think the thing with her legs i was like i, I felt there was almost a part it was like are you doing like an age play thing here because you kind of look like a child and a little uh i love you ginger um but no the 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 the, the characterization was so spot on it was it was great i i get why rue was cackling and, and i mean i i'm not saying it wasn't funny i'm not saying it wasn't good i i just i i I mean, overall, it was a successful Snatch Game of Love. Uh, the whole Fortune Feimster bit at the end was awkward and odd, but whatever. <laughs> Not my show. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it's how it goes. Um, uh, for me, definitely, I agree with Eric. Pink Table Talk was awesome. Uh, Kylie's sound bite, sound clip of don't let the hurt child make your adult decisions was huge. And I think uh, definitely memed and worthy of being done. Um, I, I'm pretty like happy with all of the, the only one, I mean, the Rue American Horror Series, Covent Girls, Covent Girls, Covent, because Rue kept saying Covent. Uh <laughs> That was awkward. It was a little weird just in like the way that they were doing like the filming of it. Um, it was also the longest acting challenge they've ever had. Ever. That was it, one continuous like thing. If you add up like team one and team two or team one, team two and team right. three, there'll be that length. But damn, that was a lot of material in one shot right there. I really um, wish World of Wonders would get some new writers involved that are funny because these segments, these acting challenges are horrible. They're just not funny. And I know you can make it what you will. And the, but the material, the writing is not good. I will say this for the homos that were involved in writing that one. Uh, I knew it was coming, but it was still great that they went with it when Pandora was burned alive, the fact that she uh, turned around and said, Mariah, <laughs> Harris, Harris, Valencia. Valencia. <laughs> if that didn't happen, I'd have been so mad. But then when she came back as Joan Crawford and um, <laughs> and made the joke about the, the wire hangers and Matthew was here visiting me and was sitting next to me and he's like, but they're not even wire hangers. Like what's wrong? And then it brought, it busts into no, these are velvet. She's like, oh, wait, let me see those. Like, that portion <laughs> was, that was nice. phenomenal. That was good. Everything, else, like, a lot of it, and I still don't understand. Like, I know that Ryan Murphy created and wrote Glee, but I still don't understand, like, Leah Michelle's character being uh, involved with it at, I, at all. I think the it's, only... I think it, because didn't Ryan Murphy also do Scream Queens? Yes, yes. And yeah. Leah was in Scream Queens. Uh, oh, was, was she? she? Yeah. Never watched it. And I mean, it was written for Jan, so I get yeah. why they did it. But at the same time, every other person, I also didn't understand how they put Angela Bassett as the other head to Sarah Paulson. Like, why do they need Sarah Paulson as the the with the two heads and have her be a Siamese twin? Why couldn't they just have Trinity be Angela Bassett as Angela Bassett and then um, Raja be Sarah Paulson as, you know, any of the other 50 million Sarah Paulson characters right. that Ryan Murphy has written for her. <laughs> Just not uh, missed opportunity. Very much so. But overall, a good season. I would love to hear what you, dear listeners, have to say about All-Stars 6. We are not done yet. 
Um, we are just a few weeks away, just a mere few weeks away from crowning uh, our winner and our newest inductee into the Drag Race Hall of Fame. Before we sign off, who is your pick to win, Brian? Uh, Ginger. Eric? Uh, I think Ginger. I am going to go with Kylie. Oh, I would also be okay with that. I am going to go with Kylie. One, she's doing fantastic. Two, uh, great representation for the trans community. Three, great representation of growth and development and coming back years later, back on the show that that made her a uh, a gay household name. And uh, I would love to see her take the crown. And this is not me being biased as uh, helping her, you know, be her manager for a short period of time and helping rebrand her <laughs> social media, but whatever. They also put out some great merchandise. Uh, I would love at some point to get Ginger's Rock, Paper, Scissors shit uh, t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> because I never play rock, paper, scissors ever again, Ginger. And uh, Kylie put out a shirt in from the blue ball with her Christina Aguilera-esque uh, dirty look with the trans flag, like colors, all that. Looks fantastic as a shirt. Go buy their merch. Support the dolls. Support us by going to our website, flameonshow.com, clicking on our threadless shop there, or go to patreon.com forward slash flameonshow and uh, become a patron. With that being said, thank you for joining us for this chat about All-Star 6. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, bobbyuch. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.